Good afternoon, good night, good, good everything, <coughs> everything, <coughs> excuse me, and welcome to the Back Porch Conjure, this is e Bayo. I can't even say I started late, I started when it was divine time, I did, I did, I knew it was going to happen, I don't care, I got all the way up until 12 midnight, this podcast was going to happen, and it's not even time management, first of all, welcome, come on in the room, get you something to drink, something to eat. Something to snack on. It's 3 o'clock somewhere. Get your drink on. Doesn't matter. Right? And I knew this I knew this podcast was going to take place. It was me just getting in the spot to do it. Right? And when I say spot, the mental space. The mental part of doing it. Because we live in a world where... Whatever you post, somebody is going to think you're talking about them. Somebody is going to think that you're going to talk about them. So I have I have a great love for Barbara Streisand. Let me tell you that, right? Because I love that she didn't allow <laughs> society to dictate who she was. For real. I was watching, you know, I've always been an American Idol fan. And this young girl, her mom and her, when she was growing up, her mom would play music and she fell in love with Barbara Streisand. Well, Lionel Richie is one of the judges. And he said, you sound just like her. And the girl was so amazed because nowhere in her mind did she think that she would be able to have that connection to get so close to someone she idolized, right? So she was a little girl. She's 27, first started, I think, between 7 or 10. But anyway, 
she, so when he said it, he said, I'm going to call Babs tonight. I'm going to call Barb's tonight and tell her. Now, what would be amazing, and maybe, you know, they should, to have her do a duet or have, you know, Barbara Streisand come on. But she's busy. I can understand that. Or maybe she'll see her in video. Okay. But at least she got a chance to have that that connection, right? Now, and this is why I thought of Barbara Streisand. Now, Barbara Streisand, Jewish woman, didn't have that Marilyn Monroe look. She had a big nose, right? She had all these different things. She didn't look the part, but she had one thing that they could not deny, and that's a gift. She does sing down. I don't care what nobody else say. For her, Barbara Streisand sings down. And she has a natural gift, right? A natural. Not something that she went into the studio and learned how to do it. Not something that they had to train her from a child. She was born with this gift. Now, people that have a gift, they go through the most. And majority of them don't even want it. Right? Because it brings heartache and despair around the people that they love. Not the people they're going to impact. In a million years, she wouldn't have never thought she would have impacted this young girl to make her say, wow, I want to not sound like her, but I want to have that journey like she has. Right? So... Maybe the people that was around Barbara Streisand that she wanted to be an impact in their lives, they didn't matter. So when that song, Guilty, they got nothing to be guilty about. That's why I love the song. I ain't got nothing to feel guilty about. If I gave you access to my life and I opened the door and I'm always there for you and you don't give me that same, I don't owe you an explanation. I just know to deal with you differently. Right. I put a post up saying, be careful who you build with because they'll go and build the foundation with someone else. And that's cool. I don't I listen. I can't be with you forever. I learned that a long time ago. Person that brings you to the river may not be the hands that wash you. I'm good with that. But the problem I have is don't go somewhere else and dog me out and then think you can still have access and talk to me and ask me questions or think I'm going to be your friend. Where do we do that at? Where are we getting these audacities from? I'm looking for the website. I'm looking for, are they selling it, you know, in the hood fucking uh, grocery stores? They selling it in poppies in them. The bodega. Are they selling it at the Jamaican restaurant? I need to know. Is it at the Chinese place? Where the fuck are y'all selling these audacities from? Because... I'm not getting the memo because no one's telling me where they got first the audacity. Let me tell you, this, this is where people think the audacity. The audacity is how is it that you uh, sat there and treated me like shit, but when you need something, you can come and talk to me. Where, where's that audacity? Where's the audacity? I don't fuck with Ifa Bayo, but because. Now you see some growth in me. Oh, hey, I would like for you to be on my show. No, fuck you, Doc. Kill yourself today or tomorrow. No. You're not the only show in the world. You're not the only table that I was sitting at. You're not the only place that going to give me. No, no, no. I'm good. I don't give a fuck if you have uh, my, my, she my Oprah on your show. Don't mean I'm going to be there. No, I'm okay. 
I'm okay. That's why most people already know. If you know that you really wronged me or you criticized me or you dogged me out, you already know don't come and ask me nothing. You, you already know that. But the part that gets me and behooves me, as Darren Fleek always says, you made these statements and you thought, uh, oh, well, because she's crowned. She got she to gotta talk to you. Who the fuck gave y'all that? Wait, wait, I didn't get that memo. Oh, she initiated. She got to help you. Even in the stores, they tell you we have the right to refuse a customer. We have the right. I let go God kids. I have that right. If I already see we're not meshing and I already see you starting trouble and I already see you ready to bring chaos and confusion, let me let you go. And it's okay. So where did that memo come in? Because I missed that one. Oh, well, because she's initiator, because she's on Facebook, she gotta help me. No, I do not. No. Make a mental note of that. No, I don't. I do not. The same way you have the 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 opportunity, the uh, the, the same way you can pick and choose of who to get a reading from. I can pick and choose who I need to help. Don't get it twisted. It's reciprocated. Yes. Don't don't get it twisted. I had a family member ask me. You know, after they gave me this long, beautiful story. Hey, can I get... No. My daughter looked at me and was like, Ma, you going to say no? Yeah. But he... No. 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 First of all, you don't get on Facebook and show how you boiling. You can't be boiling and broke. Pick your fucking struggle. Which one you is? You boiling. Music flying. You doing this. You doing that. So you don't need me for nothing. Because you boiling. You... You, 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 you the man. No shade. So then if you that, that's why I say. I don't, I'm not a character. Once again, I am a female that is sharing her experience. The shit she went through, her journey with y'all. Some people relate, some people don't. I'm not claiming to be an expert. I can't tell you some names that I sat under or I sat under the great Bubba I sat under the great Santana. I can't tell you none of those people because I don't know them. I don't. Everybody I meet, I give them a nickname. So I, I don't even know people's real fucking names or even the name they may be known of. I don't. I really don't. So I can't sit here and tell you, I sat under, I tutored you under, I, I, you know who crowned me. I can't tell you that. I can't. I, I can't. I can tell you the experience I might have. So, uh, oh my God, nah, let me tell you, we was on the train and I met. That, that I can tell you. I, I don't know these people's personal lives. I don't know if they got their dead grandma in the fucking freezer. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, you know, but people will. Oh, I know her. Ask them the same famous question that someone recently did. And God bless you because you Saved yourself a lot from switching to Geico. I know E5 Bayo. Let me tell you, I know her. They asked one question Who right hand? Oh, that's her granddaughter. No, it's not. What? She always talks about right hand. Do you know who right hand is? Uh, yeah, no. I, well, uh, no, you said you know her. So if you know her, you know who right hand is. 
Who's right hand? No, I, I don't, I, you know, I, I don't know everybody by name. If you show me a picture, nah, Mm-mm. that's okay. So you don't know her, you know of her. Yeah, yeah, because you know, I follow her on Facebook. Oh, okay, that's not knowing her. Oh, okay, all right, all right, thank you. So they can be a part of her, of their organization. So they had pictures, right, of me and them. And they were like, listen, you know, I know her. You can ask her about me. She knows me. I know her. You know, I knew she had problems with her godmother and them. Like, I know her. I know her numbers. I know her. They didn't, they didn't go into it. They let them give their whole spiel. I know her. I know her. She can vouch me. I know her. I know her. And that person asked them one question. Who's your right hand? Oh, that's her granddaughter. No, granddaughter's best friend. Oh, that's her, that's her grandson. Grandson is extra. And the other one is beautiful and it's little bit. No, who is right hand? Oh, I got to know them by face. You know, uh, that's not her god sister, right? Who is right hand? Uh, well, if I see they, if I see they face. Mm -mm, mm -mm. Who is right hand? You know what? I don't really know her. I know of her. I follow her on Facebook. Like, I've been following for a long time. Okay, you don't know her. So why she, why, how? This is the conversation. How can she vouch for you when you really don't know her? Well, I took pictures with her. She take pictures with a lot of people. But if you knew her, you knew who right hand was. You already know who right hand is. You can tell me who right hand is. Well, do you know who right hand is? I know her. I know her. I already, I'm asking you, do you know who right hand is? Because if you know who right hand is, then you know her. Well, you know, I took pictures with her. She was with me. You know, we did this. So you don't know her. You don't. Okay. All right. Thank you. And no, I, I'm not, I'm, I, I don't need that. Thank you. <laughs> the audacities. I know a lot of people. I don't know them personally. I don't. I took pictures with people, did events with people, slept in a few people's houses. It's okay. It's okay. Do I know them know them? No, I don't. I'm not going to sit there and be like, oh, I know what they're capable of doing. I know. No. God bless his dad. I knew Kirk for 15 years. I didn't know him, know him. No. His experience with me and his experience with other people was two separate things. And people tend to forget that because they go on based on. You can have a conversation with me. Just ask. Talk to me. Confirm. Hey, E5 Bayer, this person said they know you. Do you know them? I know of them because I'm going to be honest. I know of them. Well, they want me to spend... I don't know him in that capacity. So I don't know. I don't know. You know, the audacities. <clears throat> the audacities is <clears throat> if I'm helping you, right? If I'm helping you, I don't, I don't want accolades. I don't want you to say, oh my gosh, she helped me. But don't talk bad about me. And then expect for you to keep coming back. It, no, we're not doing that. We're not doing that. That we're not doing. Respect me enough 
The same way I respect you. I don't talk about people. I don't talk about people's kids. And I don't talk about people. I don't. I don't. I don't talk about people's houses. I don't talk about how people live. I don't. And if I see there's a pattern, then okay. And if another person sees it, then let's get together and let's try to find ways of fixing it. Not gossiping it to everybody else. That I'm not going to do. And if people open up their doors to you, respect that. Respect that. Or go and find other ways. You know? I have a, a friend, right? A, a friend, right? <clears throat> TC and them. Because I got to say names with y'all because y'all assume too many people or y'all assume and then I got to get hit with emails and DMs. You said this on, yeah, stop, stop. So TC and them, Nene, all of us, right? There's this girl named Loretta. Man, her house was filthy. I ain't even going to lie. Her house was filthy. It, it, shit, it was the trap house, right? And sometimes we'd get in there and help her clean up. Sometimes we just kick shit to the side and sit and chill, right? We had choices. You can either go and chill at Loretta house or you don't have to go. You already know if you put your bag down, the roaches is going to get in there. So don't put your bag down. But we'll go there because this was our good girlfriend and we loved her and we'll make sure we ride with her. And some days we'll be like, bitch, come on, let's just clean up. Fuck. You've been having this shit dirty for like three days. Come on, bitch. And we clean up. We didn't sit there and go to somebody else. Oh, wow, Loretta house. If you already knew if Loretta house was dirty, but you had an option. You could either go and chill out or you can go somewhere else. That's your option. That's your choice. Either or. But guess what? At the end of the day, guess what? That was Loretta's fucking house. Her, her whole house. The bitch brought a house at 24 years old. She had a house. Some of y'all motherfuckers don't even know what a house can spell like. She had her own house at 20-something. She worked bust her ass. But the one thing she didn't learn, how to upkeep it. She knew how to buy it. That bitch can make money out of no money. You can say, Loretta, I got $15. By before 7 o'clock, that bitch is bringing you back $700 out of $15. you will be like, what? Because she knew how to make money. She knew how to make money. She know how to manage it. And she ain't know how to upkeep her house. So, guess why we hung around Loretta? Because we knew if we hung around Loretta... We gonna have money in our pocket. A bitch won't be broke. And guess what she didn't do? She didn't do it for us. She gave us the game and showed us how to do it. So you think I care about roaches and all of that? Fuck no. My pockets stay fat. Why? Because my good girlfriend showed me how to do that. Do I judge her in her house? Hell no. Because you got a choice. You either fuck with or you don't. Either or. There's nothing in between. But see, she was that bitch. I had to give it to her. You talk about it, that bitch knocking at your door. Boop, boop, boop. You got a problem? No, no, no. Oh, okay. That's it. That's all. She show up. Not like some of y'all. Oh, yeah. She's this. She's that. Boop. You got a problem? No. I never said that. Say that. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Loretta was. She was the mailman. She'll show up for that ass whooping. She would. She would. You might fuck up or she might get a win, but she gonna show up. She gonna show up. Put some respect on her name. I Listen, I, I love the shit out of her because she had a house. This bitch had a house. Like a house. Not an apartment. She didn't rent it. It was hers. A mortgage. Like, yo. But she didn't know how to upkeep it. That, that was her. Okay. She ain't know how to clean. Not at all. Not at all. That bitch would come in. Instead of her washing her clothes, she'll go buy a new outfit. <laughs> but I know people that's like that. 
I know women that's like that. They don't know shit about washing clothes. At all. They'll leave all that shit there, go on the avenue or go in the mall and drop six, seven hundred on new outfits. A new outfit and some underwear. And be like, oh, I'm going to work tomorrow. What? What? Just wash these clothes. Girl, I don't know. I'll pay you. Fuck that. Let me go. I cleaned a lot of people's houses in Atlanta. I was known for that. I didn't give a fuck. I wasn't here to judge you. You pay me, I'm going to clean it. All right. Wash their clothes, fold them up, iron it, all of that. All right. And I made money. The audacity is you sitting here talking about people. You're not doing no better. You're not even on a caliber. So then what's the real problem? So hence why you don't have to feel guilty when you feel that table, that cipher, that space, that village, that community, even mine. If it's not beneficial for you, go on about your business. You don't need to feel guilty. You don't need to owe nobody an explanation. You don't need to sit there and say, well, I left because no, go. Go where you are happy at. Go where you are most happy. And there should be no guilt. There should be no remorse. There should be no threat. And there should be no, oh, no. But what you should know, don't talk about somebody. And then you want to be their friend. Keep that same energy. That's the part that bugs me the fuck out. How is it that you can speak back? Well, you know, Ifa Bayo, you know, I don't really like her. She's she's aggressive. Like, she's just all up in your face. And she going to tell me that I can't sleep with my godfather. Okay. She, you know, she, mm-mm, you know, she she's just blunt. Okay. All right. So if I'm all that, why? If I'm not your cup of tea, your coffee, your juice, then why are you following me? Why are you on my page? Because, listen, if I don't like you, I ain't following you. You blocked out my life. I don't give a fuck. I don't care who you are. And when I find out that, yo, the shit you do or, or the shit you say, okay, when it, when it becomes too much, I'll take you out. Uh, no, you're not on my page, Bob. Go, go where you, go where you most tolerated. But if it's just, oh, you doing this gossip, and here it is, they showing me the screenshots and all that. Oh, okay, I make you mad. All right, then block me. But you know what's so funny? Majority of, I'm not saying all, but majority of the people that talk shit about you, the people that want to see you fail, the people that just wants to. Dog you, those are the main ones that live off of you and that mimic you. And they don't have nobody else to go and get help from because they already know you authentic. They already know that you ain't playing with the shits. But they got they got to go to somebody else and vent about you. And it's normally the same motherfuckers that don't like you. So they got to go over there and vent about you and talk about you and discredit you and do all of that. But these same people, hey, I got a question. My answer is all the same. And I got an answer. How can I help you? Oh, um, can you? Now, this is the shocker. E5 Bay is requesting $25. What's this? You got a question. I got a venting fucking um, package. You can vent or you can talk to me for $25 here. Because my time is precious. Because all you're going to do 
is go back to whoever you was. Yeah, she told me this and that. So I might as well get mine off top. I don't know about y'all, but I'm getting mine off top. You're going to talk bad about me, both either good or negative. I might as well get paid. I, I might as well. And the old Santero told me that. It was like, <clears throat> a lot of people don't believe the shit I go through until they are there, like, hearing. And they'll look at me and say, you know, I thought you was making this shit up. And I was like, no, I'm not. And they be sitting there like, wow, charge them motherfuckers. Charge them. No, $25. Because guess what they're going to do? They're going to post it. They're going to talk about it. It's going to be regurgitated. Somebody else going to say it. And it's always from your enemies. The only way people know your business, somebody in your camp got to run back and tell them. So, and it's okay. I'm not mad. I'm not mad. I, I, I don't have nothing to hide. I don't throw rocks and hide my hands. I don't. I don't. And if you have to come and hit me in my inbox, hey, are you mad at me? Ask yourself, why, how did you come with that? This is text messages. These are fucking, I didn't talk to nobody on the phone. I'm not sitting here talking to you in video where you can know what emotion or whatever. They're just words. So it has to be in you before it gets into me. And, yo, I learned that. I had a beautiful conversation this morning. I'm not the person that will fold. I'm not. I'm not the person that'll give up. I don't give a fuck. I never saw my mother give up, so I know I'm not giving up. It's not in my DNA, right? If I see something that's not beneficial, if, I, if it's not helping, it's not lifting, then I'm not going to be a part of it. I don't go to barbecues, right? So before I get into the message, I don't go to barbecues. I don't like barbecues. I, I don't like barbecue meat. I don't like the sauce. I think it smells and nasty and all that. So I'm not a barbecue kind of person. No, I don't have Shango Crown Combo Sealy, but I just don't like barbecue. I, I don't. I, when I was little, a kid, oh my God, I ate enough barbecue to save me for nine lifetimes. But now that I got older in my 30s, I stopped liking it. I'm, I'm not a barbecue person. Didn't even know why. Nowhere in my Eta says I can't eat barbecue, but I don't like it. I used to love pizza. I remember going to the pizza shop on the avenue. I saw the man, the girl ate the pizza with the kids. They had like four slices left. She took the tissue, wiped their mouth, wiped their hands, threw it on top of the pizza. The guy grabbed the pizza, took the tissue off, threw the pizza back in the heat and sold all four slices. From that day forward, that shit has just fucked my head up. I said, wow, y'all be reselling slices. I can't do this. That shit is nasty. Oh my God, you should be put down. No. And then I remember eating a slice one time I got sick as a dog. I said, oh, no, I don't like pizza. I, I don't. I don't like pizza. Pizza is not my thing. It's not my go-to food. If I don't have no other choice and that's the only thing there, I'm eat the crust. But I'm not a pizza fanatic. I'm not. It's not, oh, my God, we need pizza. Nope. Mm -mm. I don't like pizza. Not it. I love pretzels. And believe it or not, I when I eat something, I overcompensate, right? And I eat it, eat it, eat it, eat it, eat it. And then after a while, it just loses its taste for me. And I won't eat it no more. I love pretzels. I love the shit out of pretzels. And I'm looking in the cabinet like, yo, I got one more bag. I don't even, like, I get. I have to get a, a taste for it now. And if I get a taste for it, I eat it. But then I won't eat it. I love tangerines. I love tangerines to death, right? I love tangerines. And no, they didn't take them away from me. I eat it. Mm, I eat it. Oh, okay. And then after a while... Mm -mm. But I, I have a craving. I used to love peanuts and Pepsi. Get a craving? Okay, now I don't even drink sodas no more. So the, oh, the craving and everything else just went out the window. So we all evolve. We all change. We all adapt. Right? 
I'm still Donna. I'm still Ifa Bayo. I'm not a character. Nobody didn't create me like some. I'm me. I don't stop people and be like, yo, don't call me Donna. No, that's the name my mother gave me. I let you know. No, it's Donna. You know, Ifa Bayo is my Ifa name. And I know the meaning of it. And you have a choice. Some people know me as Ifa Bayo. Some people know me as Donna. Either name I'm going to answer to. I ain't trying to be somebody I'm not. I don't know how. I can only be me. Now, some people see me and be like, oh, girl, she is ghetto. She is loud. And that's their right. That's their right. I went to an event, right, real quick. I went to an event. And this girl would call me loud and ghetto. Sick. So I went to this event. Now, when I go to events, I'm not loud and ghetto. I know how to speak. Every place has a different vibe and you adapt to the vibe, right? Hence why I was telling you why about the food and things like that, because you grow, you evolve, right? When you know better, you do better. So this, this event was Thomasina's. It was in Queens. So, and you know, I have pictures. I showed pictures. You know, I was a big girl. I was in white and it was amazing because while I was talking, I met this lady that was crowned Yemaya and her daughter was crowned Obatala. So I'm at the event, very, very cordial, very low key, spoke very with a cool monotone. You know, I pronounced each word. We were in a circle and we spoke and we talked of each other's beliefs and everything. So it was very beautiful, right? Now, mind you, all she had was the image of me being ghetto and me being loud and me being this. But she never saw me outside of the projects. So when she saw me there, it was different. Right. But then people don't want to ever see your change. Right. This is a true story. So then it went to, OK, she's not loud. She's not ghetto. She got some sense. I'm at, I did have an education. Right. So. Then it was, oh, you don't believe in God. God sees you. He's going to chastise you. God is going to punish you because I'm not a Christian, right? And I'm a Christian because, you know, it's a certain way to act. I tell you no lie. I was, it was on the New Year's Eve. I was there with Nisi, right? My good friend, Tornice. i never forget this, this New Year's. Every year, whenever I have a chance, there's a girl named Elaine. She always invites me to a church, and I always show up. Now, mind you, anything I invite her to, she don't show up. But I do show up, and it's not because of her no more. It's because I always have to give thanks to my egon, right? So whenever I'm in New York and I'm there, I like her church. I love the, uh, first of all, I love the choir. The choir be jumping. So I go, right? She, you evolve. Her, I don't have to see or anything because whenever I have an event they don't come so that's okay but I like the church I really do and it's funny because that's the only church I know that everybody be in there be licking up drunk as cool the fucking brown but they be in church God say bring them you take care of them so I, and I love it I love it because the pastor no right when you walk in you high and drunk at the same time and Jesus ain't even get there yet so that's why I like it. I like the realness, right? I, I'd rather for you to be real and honest than be anything else. And these people know, fuck that. I just started. I'm drunk. But before New Year's in, I got to give thanks to God because I'm here. And afterwards, they go and get partied up and more looking up. So respect to those people. I don't judge them. So <clears throat> we in the church, right? And we come out. So we in the liquor store. I'll never forget. Artie said, yo, you know, D, you want to drink? I said, I don't drink. He said, what? I said, I don't drink. I said, I'm here with Nisi. I don't drink. 
He said, nah, so you snip? I said, I don't snip. He said, you don't do nothing? Nah. He said, you lying. I said, no. So everybody that was walking in the store, they was like, nah, she don't drink. She don't do that. That's not D. Like, D ain't never do that. I don't, right? So my friend Nisi, she was like, oh, you can take a drink. Nobody will know. I said, listen. And that was the day that she just never asked me no more. She said, I, she said you can take a drink. You know, it's only us. I said, God can tell me. The only way to save my children is for me to drink. And I tell them, yo, make sure you give me the numbers when you reach the other side. You're right. Man is here. And you're right. Nobody else that's human will see me. But the Orisha and God see me. So it's not, I, didn't, I never do anything for man, for a person. I do it for me and for my Orisha and for the Creator. So that after that, she never asked me. Now, mind you, back to the story. The same girl that told me, oh, God is watching you. You're going to be punished. You know, you need to be a Christian and follow God's rule. Walk in there in the liquor store, drunk as fucking Cooter Brown. Drunk, pissy drunk. She sobered up when she saw me. And the first thing she said, don't judge me. God is working on me. And I bust out laughing. I'll never forget that part. I bust out laughing. You sat here and judged me through this whole thing. Didn't know who I was. But because of your perception and the shit you might have heard or you could have saw, you based that on me. Ah. But like I said, people love picking up magnifying glasses. They don't like that mirror. The audacities. To label me without knowing me. The audacity to assume. The audacity. If someone gives you their last, they gave you everything. If someone helps you and they're struggling themselves, they gave you everything. We don't see that. We see, mm-mm, girl, mm-mm, mm-mm. I don't fuck with her. She a bum. <laughs> but what are you? What are you? Let's go back to Loretta. Loretta had a house. Some of y'all motherfuckers, I'm speaking of myself. I lived with my parents. I rented. I was homeless. No, my parents died. I had their house. So when my mother died, my father, he was like, uh, house. Couldn't afford the house. So Loretta had a house. At 20-something, 20-something, y'all motherfuckers got nine kids, seven baby daddies, don't even know nothing. Let's talk about it. But because her house wasn't clean to everybody's standards, you going to talk about her? Because everybody that went in that motherfucking house, they might have went in with $10, $5, $15. They came back with close to 1000 because she showed you. And no scamming shit. No scamming nothing. She was a hustler, a hustler, a dad I give her. I remember I met this girl named Stephanie. I used to work in Bennigan's in Atlanta, right? Stephanie was a comic, Steph a comedian. Stephanie was a manager at Bennigan's. Stephanie was, I mean, Steph was everything, right? Because Steph stayed working. Steph would tell you, Steph wasn't 35. Steph said, when I turn 35, I'm going to retire. I said, keep that dream. She said, no, nah, it ain't a dream. It's a reality. 
Now, did Steph have her whole life together? No, she didn't. She didn't. She didn't. But I loved Steph for her dedication, her consistency. And not everybody felt Steph. Because Steph was, Steph was that chick that was roaring in your fucking face. If she told you to be at work at <clears throat> 3 o'clock, 2.45, you should be walking through the door. 2.50, she counting you late. She might send you home. For real. That was Steph. 2.45, you on time. If you had to be there at 3 o'clock, 2.45, you on time. <clears throat> Steph made sure if you did the work, you had the best section, and she would help you at the end of the night to count your money and to help you roll silverware. If you ever worked in a restaurant, you will know what that means, right? But if you didn't do what was right, because her job was to put you in a place where you can make money. Now, whenever I did work with her, I made money. And me being who I am, I used to be like, yo, Steph, this for you. Keep you, keep you honest. She would take it. This is Steph. She would take it and put it in the envelope, right? So on the days you didn't make money, she'd be like, yo, here, this is to keep you honest. And all the money you gave her, she saved it for you for a rainy day. Now, tell me that's not a bad bitch. Tell me that's not a bad bitch. And I only met two people in my whole life that did that. Steph and this dude named Dwayne, God bless the dead. When I started working at, at uh, Love Shack, Dwayne was my manager and I was working two jobs. I was working at the Love Shack and I was working as a bartender at Bennigan's. And one day he saw my paycheck and he said, that's how much they pay you? I said, yeah. He said, quit. I'll pay you to quit. And I was like, no, I got to, you know, pay rent. I got, you know, my husband is on tour and stuff. And I got to, you know, take care of everything as well as him taking, you know, we renting a house. We was renting a house. So, and I got four kids, nigga and a grandkid. Like, you know, Isha had just had the Kari. So I'm like, yo, you know, son, I, I got to hustle. He said, I will pay you to quit. Now, mind you, people then in the Love Shack, customers would tip you or things like that. Dwayne would put money in an envelope. And there was in the bathroom, there was this where we would keep the paper towels and stuff for the stock so the bathroom could stay for the employees, right? Because we was there nine, ten hours. So I didn't know that he would put envelopes in the back in the bathroom and, you know, for me, I didn't know it was hidden behind the paper towel. And I guess he assumed I pulled the paper towel out. Or, you know, black folks, we get nosy. We go through medicine cabinets and shit like that. But I didn't. I go in there, use the bathroom, you know, wash my hands, come back out. You know, and if I have to clean it, okay, I didn't. I just knew that if the paper towels and stuff was short, I fill it up. Or be like, yo, when y'all go to the store, we need some paper towels, you know, for the backstop. Okay. And that was it. I never went in there and pulled everything out and searched. Never did that. So one day, Dwayne was like, why are you still working at that job? I said, because I need the money. He said, don't you clean the bathroom? Now, mind you, me thinking, why the fuck you worrying about me cleaning the bathroom? Nigga, like, I, you asked me for a job, and while I'm working there, but how we jump to the bathroom? I was like, yo, Dwayne, you funny. And I went back to clean up. He literally grabbed my hand, took me in the bathroom. He's like, pull everything out. When I tell you it was like eight envelopes in there. Altogether it had to be close to a thousand dollars. He said, What's on the envelope? I said, it says Donna. He said, It's yours. I paid you to quit the other job. 
I went in there. I told Leanne. I said, listen, I love you, Ma, but I quit. I quit today. She was like, real? I said, yeah, but can I get... That's why I see wings. I was like, yeah, can I get some wings hard, please? Tell Joe in the back to make them, please, with some blue cheese. And I sat at that bar, and I ate my goddamn wings, and I looked around, and I was like, yeah, I ain't coming back. And that's... Dwayne did that. Steph did that. These are people that you wouldn't have never thought because, you know what people told me about Steph? Yo, yo, she all up in people's business. Like, yo, she be telling you what to do. She be, and you know, those are the motherfuckers that didn't stay at the job. Those are the people that never went no further. Those are the people that, you know, they didn't have no structure in their life. And whenever they came there, they didn't clean up their section. None of that. I went over to Steph. What time you need me here? She said, I need you here at 3. Marlo. She said, yo, if Steph told you to be here at 3, be here at 2.45. Fuck what those people say. I came there at 2.35. Ordered me some wings, sat there, paid for it. And I said, yo, it's already in. I, I would never wear a uniform, but when I worked for Steph, I would wear the uniform. And she used to always say, why you wear the uniform with me? Because I respect you. Them niggas I don't respect. And I did. I respect Steph to the fullest. And every time I worked in her fucking sections, I made money. And she helped me. And I make sure I come whenever she needed me, me, Marlo, whenever she needed us, even on days off. Yo, I'm sure. Ch- yo, I'm there. I'm, I'm on my way right now. I'm hanging up and I'm in the car. I'm on my way. And I'll be there. Because whenever we needed her, She'll stop and she'll come. But I would have never known that if I would have listened to people as they gossip and talked about him, I would have missed that blessing. Dwayne, no one wanted to work with him. I didn't give a fuck. I didn't care. I didn't care. I love Dwayne. Like, yo, it's a great goddamn um manager. I love Dwayne. So when he saw my paycheck, he made it. Into where I'm going to help you help yourself. And I was, I was grateful for that. I was. I was grateful for that. I was so grateful for that. You know? So, but if I would have listened to everyone when they said, um, don't mess with Dwayne and he's this and, you know, because he don't have it like this then I would have lost out and I would have never got that opportunity. So I'm telling y'all this and I'm sharing this with you because like I said, I had a beautiful conversation with the brother, shout out to him. And all of this made me remember, I don't fold, I don't give up. But sometimes you want to know if you're on the right path or if you're doing stuff. And you know how sometimes you have to check someone. And this brother from talking to him today made me realize I don't have to be feel guilty about nobody leaving my life. I don't have to feel guilty about setting boundaries. I don't have to feel guilty of following my destiny because. I'm not focusing on those people that I helped, that I thought it would be reciprocated, that all they gave me was a knife in my back. And instead of me taking that knife and stabbing them, I cut the cord. 
I cut the fucking cord. I don't feel bad. I'm, they're not even a factor. And sometimes spirit will show you. You focusing on that and on those people. Look over here. These people are the ones that you're inspiring because they need that. Why are you worrying about these people? You helped them. They And I will say, out of the motherfuckers I cut off and I helped, right? None of them said thank you. Or, yo, I appreciate you or thank you. You know what they said? Okay, girl, all right. And then they was in somebody else's ear. Dogging me out. But do you know a stranger will say, thank you. Oh, my God, you inspired me. Thank you. And I don't look for accolades. Because when you do something from the heart, you're paid billions of times over. Tell you a story of Victor Guzman, right? He's a baba. He has a beautiful e I was in staying at my, renting a room from, she wasn't my goddaughter then, from Melissa's house, right? When I tell you I had a dollar to my fucking name, I paid the rent. I always paid rent. Nobody can ever say, wherever I stayed with them, I made sure I paid my way. So that, let me put that out there. I paid my rent. I had a dollar to my name, a dollar, just a dollar. And I was sick. I had a cold. I didn't have COVID. COVID wasn't out there. I was sick. And I only had a dollar. This man hit me up. Now, all I said was, I'm going to be honest. I, I didn't post anything on Facebook, none of that. But I was in the room, right? I didn't even have my saints. And I was like, whoever is here to hear me. I always had an altar. I always had my boba up, no matter where. I don't care where I was. Any, If I stayed at anybody's house or whatever, I always did a boba up. So I'm sitting there. I said, I don't know who's listening. And I don't normally pray for money. I said, but if you can touch somebody's heart, anybody's heart, <laughs> I'm going to be forever grateful. I said, because I got to go to this store. I only have a dollar. And if I get up and go, and I wasn't even sure if the dollar was going to be there for real. <clears throat> Victor Guzman said, <clears throat> Uh, and this is just for you. And he sent me $50 or $60. i am not really sure. All I did was walk to the store and cry all the way and cry back. And it was somebody that was in the store. They didn't have something. And I said, no, I got it. Right? I said, no, I got it. And I paid for it. And before I got upstairs, I had seven readings that was lined up. All at $65 a shot. And I just, I bust out crying. I bust out crying. Bust out crying. Every so often I hit him up. Hey, bye-bye. Blessings to you and your family. Blessings, blessings, blessings. Because I remember those people that looked out for me. That when... They couldn't even, really shouldn't even been looking out because they have their own lives. They have their own family. They have their own elays. They have all of that, right? So I appreciate when people look out for me and they don't even have it because they looked out. They took what little they had and shared it with me, a nobody. And I appreciate that. But the people that I was around, 
you can give them a little bit and they didn't give a fuck. You know what they wanted? More. How else can I get you? How else? You became a human register. Or you became, and I'm not talking about people that were crowned. I'm talking about regular people as well. Regular people. And these same people will come and ask you something. And you will sit there. And no, don't, don't come for me and sit there and say, well, they didn't know. Everybody and their mama know common decency and courtesy. Thank you, baby. Thank you. When I go and ask someone something, because this is how I was taught, and I know everybody's not like me, but if I ask you something or if I ask for something or there's something that I, you know, I need some info for, I'm going I'm to bless you. I'm going to bless you. It may not be a lot, but I'm going to bless you. And I think that's why my godfather and me, we, we had this certain understanding, Ibae. Anytime somebody, he, I saw what I saw with my eyes. I can't speak for nobody else. But Padrino Andre, when I saw, if he called somebody or he asked somebody something, the next thing that was out of his mouth was, yo, what's your cash app? And he'll, he'll bless him. It didn't have to be hundreds of dollars. It might be $20. It might be 25 30 Could be 15 Could be 10 But I'm going to bless you with something. Why? Because I took your time and you didn't have to help me. So I appreciate who you are. It's not a lot, but it's better than nothing in here. I don't sit and say, yo, what I'm going to do. I'm going to do it. I don't fuck with those people that, yeah, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that and I'm going to do this. If you're going to do it, then do it. I believe in action. This girl named uh, fucking uh, Sharon showed me that when I used to go to Faith Tabernacle. She said when people would come to her and be like, oh, I'm going to do this. She said, stop. I'm from the show me state. Show me. Don't tell me. And I respected her for that. Like, damn. At first, I was like, damn, that's a little harsh. She said, you know how many people say, I'm going to do, I'm going to do, I'm going to do. She said, you be sitting there waiting. Don't tell me. Show me. So I took on that part that I met through her. Yo, here. I'm not going to say I'm not going to do it if I know. And if I see the inconsistency, I already know. I already know. So I don't need to sit and try to make myself into something I'm not. They told me that in Apollo. My Tata Felix told me, they said, never be something you're not. Because motherfuckers is waiting to embarrass you. And they are. Oh, she said she this, but I got proof she's not this. It already happened to me. I never said Loretta made, she worded it wrong. And I made sure, yo, she worded it wrong. Oh, you said you're a niche and eat fire. No, I said I have my kofa. I have the name. My godfather was changing over from Creole Road to traditional. Hence why we got the name. And I'm not mad at that. But this dude was just out of everything. That's the only thing he wanted to pinpoint. And after years, two years later, the nigga still keep the same argument. Well, she said, it was like, yo, the post was fixed already. It was worded wrong. They're letting you know it was worded wrong. Oh, she said, I didn't say anything. It was worded wrong. So from that, it lets me know people sit and wait for you to fail. People will believe the worst about you before they see anything good in you. People will hold your past against you until the day you fucking die. And they still will have the audacity to come and be like, hey, can I ask you a favor? Can you do this? How the fuck is that? You want me to be my, you want to be my downfall, but you also want me to help you lift me up? You don't wish me well. You wish me bad, 
but you want me to help you so you can fuck me over? Make it make sense to me. Where are y'all getting these audacities from? Wow, how? Where, where are they getting them from? I'm not going to go on your page and tell you what you need to write. I'm not going to go on your page and tell you what, what may not sit well with me. It's called strolling. It's called, why? I'm not going to go and sit there and uh, have fucking whole, yeah, conversations. I, that I'm not going to do. I'm not. I'm not. It's, it's so many things you can do. It's so many people you can appreciate. It's so many things that we can learn. It's so many things we can better in our community as well as. It's so many shits that you can do. But instead, we choose to belittle, to dog, to hinder, to stop, to manipulate, to drag, to embarrass, to betray, to gossip. The very people that might be the blessing to you. Hence why I talk of Stephanie, Loretta, all of them. Because if I would allow people to get in my ear, I wouldn't have never met these people and had the experience that I had. If I would allow my shortcomings, my insecurities to stop me, I wouldn't have never got a chance to tell these people's stories or being a part of my life or how they influenced me. Everybody has an experience with someone. But I love right hand because right hand to ask you what she told you the truth about. If I'm sitting here and I'm helping you, don't belittle me. I'm not trying to be attached to nobody. I got my own attachments. But I help you as much as I can and I keep it moving. I don't owe you anything and you don't owe me nothing. The only thing you're doing now is moving forward and that's great. But the part where you have to go and talk, belittle, berate, do all of that, and then come back and want to sit in my face and call yourself a friend, then the problem is never me, it's you. You gotta sit with that. So when God spins the block, take that fucking L. I've been taking mine for a lifetime, for a lifetime, take it. But if you know you don't rock with me, then why are you here? What do you really want? Are you building a case against me? Are you, you, you the DA? Are you building a case against me? What are you getting from me? Because if you have to wake up just to see what I'm doing, you're a fan. And I, I think you need healing. I don't want to say, oh, wow, my haters love me so much. That's nothing to celebrate. There's some sickness there. And, yo, you need to get help. If you, if someone is helping you, right, they may not have the best. Like I said, Loretta, money-wise, that bitch was a beast. But when it came to housekeeping and stuff like that, she didn't do that. But you got a choice. You want to go there? Great. If not, no. And it was mad people that did not go there. And guess what? I tell you nine times out of ten. While we were sitting there, we was making money. Right? Legitly. Nobody was selling pussy. Nobody was selling drugs. We was making money. Like, selling magazines and all that over the phone. Like, we were really making money. Legit money. 
Those motherfuckers that say, yeah, her house is dirty. I don't want to go over there. Uh-uh, her house is dirty. When we walk in and we see them, like, yo, we be in the project sitting in the square. Yo, I'm going to give me a Philly cheesesteak. Man, I got to wait until my mother come home. I ain't got no money. I need to go to the warehouse. Oh, it's dirty. Oh, okay. I'm going to have and give me a pair of motherfucking Uptowns. Damn, I got to wait. My mom's, uh, I got to wait. Shit, I ain't got no money. So because it was dirty and you couldn't either one or two things, help her clean this up or make your spot clean and make your fucking bread. So you didn't want that, but you would be, you'll be hungry and broke. And then when, oh my God, Donna, you should let me borrow $20. You should have went and took your ass to Loretta house and got some fucking money. You right. I'm going to go tomorrow. But see, after a while, they kept talking about Loretta and they heard that and she heard that shit. You can't even go there. Why would you talk about it? Why? Listen, you could have went to her house and told her, the bitch is real. Yo, clean your house up. She would have told you, bitch, you want to clean, you clean it. <laughs> okay. That's it. And make that bread while you cleaning it. So now you bored. You can't even come there because you done dogged out so much. So now you lost access to something that can help you grow, something that's going to help you with money, and then she'll show you how to make money. So now what? Doing paperwork and shit like that. Just fouling, going, what? Help cleaning people's clubs. We used to clean country's club, God bless the dead, all the time. Yo, country needs like six people to clean this club. How much you paying? He's giving me all 400. Fuck that. Let's go. Let's go. But because you dogged her, you didn't have that access. So that's the moral of my story. Don't dog people out that can really benefit you and help you. And now they get back to them, don't seem shocked. Take that L. Stay your keep. Don't come over there. Go find another place to drink at. Oh, you can't because the motherfuckers you were sitting there talking bad about, they can't even help you. So, ah, remember that. Remember that part. If you can't help them, don't hurt them. And if you can't benefit, then go somewhere else that you can. But don't talk about people because they get back to them. 